The Bostonian is Matt Perrault. This is our city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered. You covered twelve. I covered. Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. Welcome into another episode of the Bostonian versus the book yes. live on YouTube, live on yes. Twitter, sports grid, you light night owls. What's up? I guess West coast, 9 PM. Not too bad. Midnight on yes. the Eastern time zone. Not too late. Not too late. Not we too have late. a lot to get to on the we're show. Late today. Sheriff Pen, we're a little late. Yeah. You were out rolling around mm-hmm. while you were rolling around. I almost killed myself. So I was putting the dog away, trying to put it away. And he was in my hand and my foot slipped and I landed on a stair. On the steps? You were and going down to the was, cage? Where the I cage going, I was going up. Oh, foot slipped. No. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I landed all of my weight on my on my arm. Oh! Right on the stair. And I literally oh. thought I broke my arm. I went, oh, no. Oh, no. I go, the show's not going to happen today. So, shows, yeah, I'm okay. Shows. Madeline is homesick. So it's a whole mess here. Well, Today is it, an absolute show. If you go down, we get you in a sling. You can still oh, do the show in a you sling. You can. Yes. Luckily, my my jaw will still operate, but you can my still body talk with pain. your arm in a sling. Don't give yeah. me that bullshit. Tomorrow morning, shows canceled. I, I'm gonna have a bad arm tomorrow morning. It's not gonna feel good in the morning. I landed. Where did hard. the dog go when you fell down? It was, I was like a football. He's a little like little chihuahua. Right. I know. Little. So, so the like, dog didn't go flying. You held no, the dog? I held him like a football. So I like I fell on my weight like so you maintained in. possession on Correct. the ball. Yes. No fumble. Yes. Was able to maintain that. Even if so. we use the instant replay ruling, which we might have never moved for the jump. It never budged. <laughs> I survived the ground. The ball did not move. You survived the football move and everything. Yeah. Oh. Made the football move. Feet, feet came out from underneath me and I was able to maintain possession. So we were all good. So oh, we're, 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 we're brawling here a little bit, hurting a little bit on this. We are going to talk a little now and then welcome in PSU Auto, Chris yeah. Otto. I know a lot of folks, I, I, I teased this interview on the Daily Juice last night saying yeah. this is the guy that has been responsible. His data is why I've been on this run for eight yes. days where I'm up yes. 16 units yes. in eight days. Now, yes. I'm eight and one in college basketball, so it's not just hockey, but oh. hockey's been the primarily <laughs> been the driver to yeah, the gasoline. Yeah for the engine for us to go ahead and, and, and roll with. So we'll do a lot of things bouncing around today. Got a lot of good games to break down. Big college basketball day today. We got a it lot of good games to get to today. But whenever we talk about Shohei Otani, uh-huh. our YouTube views go through the roof. Way up. It's the most insane thing. Way up. There's a continent halfway across the world mm-hmm. they cannot get enough whenever we're talking about otani they love this man everything you just write otani and bam the video just goes that's it so yesterday we hit spring training yep otani's on a one-year deal and his agent decides to roll out the idea of like yeah we're gonna be hitting the open market coming up after this year what's he supposed to say well that's exactly what he's supposed to say no 
No, he could say we want to look, we want to work on a long-term deal. We want to play in Anaheim. We want to play with the eight and the angels is where we want to be. They didn't say that. So we're going to the open market as a Red Sox fan. I can tell you right now that the Red Sox are eyeing this immensely. Everybody's eyeing this, but they went and signed Yoshi this off season to go and add some international players from that part of the world who have had experience with Otani trying to bring, make the landing soft to come and play on the East coast. The Yankees will be involved. The Mets were, will be involved by the way. The Mets payroll is $30 million more than the Yankees today. Opening day. Can't say that very often. No, not (laughs) too often. That's insanity. Hell, the pirates are interested. Really? Everybody's interested. They can't afford to be interested. It's one thing to be interested. Different story. Can you afford to pay the man? Pirates are going to pay the man. No, probably not. But he's going to make 50 million a year. Five. Oh, five. Oh, he's going to make $50 million a year. He's going to make that situation. It's one man. Yeah. That didn't last long. I know it was two seconds, but she had to, she needed to have me open her drink. So it's okay. It's okay. It's quick and easy. 50 million a year should be, that's, Easy. That's going to be. Camp said the BVB is huge in Japan. Who knew? Who it knew? is huge in Japan. I know we're big in England. So, I mean, we're that, we're that, that too. Covered. Worldwide. We've got that thing covered. But um, if you're the Angels and you hear this, what did you expect? Well, okay. But do you think this means if the team gets off to a rocky start, they want to be traded? Listen, man, it's a job for a lot of these guys. They're just trying to get money, they play Please. baseball to get money. Right, matter which need, team they play on. I don't know. Because Mike Trout is spending his best years on a losing team. And he voluntarily, he voluntarily yeah. chose to stay. He could have the left. money. This is what happens when you take yeah, the, the, the money. The money was there, though. He could, no, 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 no. He could take the money. The, the money from everybody was on the table for Mike Trout. He could have gone anywhere. He chose to stay. He took the money from the Angels. He took the he money from the Angels because he took the money from the Angels. He likes it there. Right, correct. Okay, yes, he okay. likes it there. That's my point. But he's yeah. he's going to spend his most productive years watching the playoffs. Who gives a shit if he, that's what he wants, Ooh. right? If well, that's, that's what a, he wants. That's an indictment on him, his competitiveness. That's well, a He can only indictment. control what he can control. Correct. He can control where he, he can say, I want to go play on a winner. He can go play. I mean, he could. He, he wants took to stay the in- money for a long-term contract to stay with the Angels. He cannot control what the Angels do to surround him with other players to do that. He cannot control that, right? Correct. But he controls where he plays because he signed a free agent deal. If you say he likes LA, so go to the Dodgers. They would have paid him. Well, he, he don't like the National League. He li- likes Orange County. Have you driven from Orange County to L.A. County? That's a <laughs> terrible drive. Kobe took an elevator. I hate or, them both. I, I mean, a helicopter. Right. I hate him both. From. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's terrible. It's a, not an easy drive. No. If, if he lives, you know, in Huntington Beach or Laguna Beach in some ridiculous place and drives to and from the ballpark and enjoys it, the wife likes it, you stay. I don't know. I mean, it's just... I full what what in the hell would Shohei Otani even say through an interpreter to say, oh yeah, let's work on a long term contract. I want to stay here. What have they shown him that he wants to stay there for? I would agree. So why you you're talking out of both sides of your mouth when it comes to Mike Trout? 
What are you I like that Otani. I like the. I like that Otani is doing that. Otani's like, look, I'm not going to stay here to play for a loser. I'm going to go and try to find the bag, but go play for a winner. I'm going to go play for a competitor. An I don't actual think, team I don't that can think win. One is one and the same. The Angels Trout signed with the Angels because he liked it there, and he thought they were going to be a winner. No, he no. resigned. He resigned after three straight misses of the postseason. He chose well, to yeah, stay. Yeah, they were trying. They brought Radon in. They brought uh, free They're agent trying, in. It never worked. It never worked. <laughs> it never mean, worked. Okay. They brought Joe Madden in to manage. Right. Didn't work. I mean, it wasn't like they weren't trying. Trying well, to be on a team like the Royals or the Pirates, where it's acceptable to lose 100 games. It is acceptable to lose for the Angels to lose 100 games. No, it is acceptable. Not. It is to them. It's the norm, but it's not acceptable. They keep trying. They bring in free agents. Come Look on. At, they buy what? six teams in a league that don't even sign a free agent. So they go ahead and sign one or two big ticket marquee items. They don't build their farm system. They don't build their pitching staff. They don't commit to actually winning. They commit to headlines. Well, there's teams trying to do that as well. But I don't I don't think, you know, Trout said, oh, I'm just going to sign here because it's uh, I, I love mediocrity. He's oh, I think to- he likes to be I think Mike Trout very much likes to be unrequired to do certain things. It's why Which he doesn't want to do stay he healthy. He doesn't do endorsements. Okay. Mike Trout is nowhere. You don't have to do endorsements. Doesn't have to be, but you don't ever have to do. Correct. But as the face of baseball. Okay. That's like saying LeBron James doesn't have to do endorsements. The face of baseball. Mike Trout. Sure. If he wanted to be, he could be easily not. He's the best five, two player in the game has been for. When was that? The last when when no one knows that was the case. He made the case now today. You can make the case for the guy. What's the last time he did that? Mike Trout the best is player in the game. If he, the reason why he's not is because he plays after June 1st. He doesn't play any meaningful baseball games. Check his, his games, games don't matter. Played. Check his games. Well, that's, he's been hurt. He's not okay. The best player. Okay. So he's not the best player. Well, when he's healthy, he is. When he's healthy, he hasn't been healthy in five years. Could that be part of the reason why the Angels don't win? Well, it's part of it. Absolutely. It's part of it. But you, yeah. you invested because they I mean, almost like what a third of their salaries invested in him. And you have Otani who's saying, I'm not going to be Mike Trout. And I give Otani a ton of credit. I just think you got to watch this because I think if the Angels get off to a slow start, I think Otani could ask for a trade to be traded out before the year is over. And they would bring back a, a I mean, my gosh, what would what Otani bring back to the Angels? The haul he would bring back would be to be immense. a rental. Yeah, to be a rental would be would be immense. It would be huge to have him come down for a team like the Mets, for a team that's starved for a championship yeah. that might be one or two pieces away. Heck, the Yankees could do it. I mean, do you get them to be both, or do you get them to just be one or the other pitcher? I get them for both. I get them. Right. I mean, I think it should be a closer, not a starter, but I think he'd be far more effective. He could hit every day and pitch every day, but. It's a lot of wear and tear on the body. It is. I mean, and and that's the other thing too. How long can he continue to do that? Four, four or five more years, I think, easy. I mean, he's he's the unicorn. He's just we haven't seen it before. He's a, a talent right. that we've never seen. We talked about all last year about just how dominant he is on the mound as a starter, and then he and he hits. You know, he plays every six days. He plays five six days a week. Right. I mean, he's an insane top of the lineup, power hitting, base stealing. I mean, I can't wait to see what he he does with stealing bases this year with the new rules. Oh, I don't want him stealing bases. Are you nuts? Oh, I want him doing whatever he can do to be productive. I mean, he's, he's a pitcher. He's a hitter. I'm stealing bases. 
He's a hitter. He's a pitcher and a hitter. I mean, he's both. You can, I mean, you can do both, thing. but you can't. There's no need to steal bases and where I slide and all that other crap. You know, I want that. Mike Trout and Shohei Atani off the Angels as soon as possible. Get them off that. Get them away from that franchise as fast as humanly possible to get them to play. I don't care with the Yankees. Get them somewhere where we're actually watching them play games in October. Because we're getting robbed of generational talents being buried in the number two team in the number two media market. I don't know about all that. Getting I Mike mean, Trout's Mike Trout's played in I think two playoff series in his career. Two? I don't even remember any. This is a Hall of Famer. It's been in two playoff series. Hall it of Fame happens. It, ha- cool. it happens. Guys playing on bad teams. Stinks. I mean, and, and Tony Wynn was the best hitter that ever lived. How many World Series he got? I got to see Tony Wynn played in the playoffs. How many times did Tony Wynn? He played more he played than Mike in Trout. the playoffs a couple times, but well, that, I know, mean, just get to the happens. postseason. I mean, if you get to the postseason and lose, I, that's okay. I'm not ripping anybody from getting there and losing. Padres got there, I think, twice in Tony Gwynn's career. He's not getting there. Trout's not even sniffing meaningful baseball after July 4th. That's why Mike Trout winning MVP in 2018 and Mike Trout being the MVP conversation for the last four years. Anytime I laugh at it, I was like, he's not playing in 2018. He didn't play a meaningful baseball game after August 1st and he won the MVP. It's a joke. It's an absolute clown show. He had a really good year. He had a really good year. I don't care if you're a really good year. If you're, if you're Mookie you said Betts, he was the five best five tool player in the game. He had he the is, best stats. He won the MVP. Doesn't mean doesn't mean the MVP. Mookie Betts stats were right there. Mookie Betts was right behind him in a couple categories and ahead of him in a couple categories. And Mookie played on a championship winning team. Mookie mm. played in the playoffs. Mookie went and played. Actually, had a year that was warranted for an MVP vote, but he didn't have the clout. Didn't have the same cachet with the writers that Mookie does now. But at the time, it was still this little guy who plays the outfield for the Red Sox. So he can't right. be MVP. Right. It's a ridiculous vote that gave Mike Trout the MVP that year, given what Mookie did in September and helping the team in October. Thank you, Bromel Camp. Gwynn was in the World Series in 1984 and 1998. That's it. See? Made the World Series. Mike Trout's not even getting Mike Trout hasn't played in a championship series yet. It was 14 years apart and it wasn't his control. All you can do as a player is go show up at the ballpark, do the best you can. He and didn't hope have to resign around you. He didn't have to resign there. He chose to. They were trying. Well, I mean, don't forget too, the agents try to push you to the place that'll pay you the highest at the time. They don't give a shit where you play. They just want to get you paid so the next salary can go up. I mean, Bryce Harper, everybody laughed at him when he went to Philly. True. I don't have a laugh at him. I liked the move. I didn't laugh at him. Some people did that. A lot of people gave him shit. Why are you going to the Phillies? They stink. Right. Taking the money. They were one game away from winning the World Series last year. Mm -hmm. It can turn like that. You know, you have to get the pitching. You have to get a couple more pieces. You cannot win a baseball World Series by yourself. Cannot be done. The last time the LA Ooh, Angels. Cal Ripken, Ernie the, Banks. The last time the Angels were in the postseason was 2014. Mike Trout has played in one postseason in his career. One. Yeah. Not two. One. I was wrong. 2014. That's it. Here's the Nine record. years ago, 2014 was, by the way. Here's the record Nine of the team since, since 2010. 
The record of the Angels is 80 and 82, 86, 76, 89, 73, 78, 84, the 98 win season in 2014, mm -hmm. 85 wins, 88 losses, 82 losses, 82 losses, 90 losses, COVID year, 34 losses, 85 losses, 89 losses. They're averaging about 83 to 84 losses per game. They're an under 500 team during the Mike Trout era. The number of wins every year is the same, 81, 82, or 83, or 81 and a half or 82 and a half. It's anywhere from 81 to 83. It's the What's same. 72, 77, and 73, the last three years of full seasons. Yeah. That's pretty bad. 72, 77, 73. Season win number is pretty easy to make. It's 80 cool. and a half or 81 and a half or 82 and a half every single year. It's great. So. I I will be very curious. My guess is Shohei Atani is going to ask for a ask for a trade at some point during this year, and I can't wait to see what happens. How many teams line up to go get him? Because if he's already tipping his hand, his hand saying, "Look, I'm going to test a free agent market," it basically means he's gone. He's going to go somewhere else and look to play. Could be Seattle, would be a phenomenal fit. Could be New York, Yankees, Mets would be a good fit. Red Sox, I mean, they've done well. Daisuke Matsuzaka was a huge star in Japan when he was with the Red Sox, so they have experience in that market. He so that could go happen. to an AL or NL Central team and make them an oh, instantaneous yeah. contender. He yeah, I just mean, like, where would he feel most comfortable? Right, but where would he feel comfortable? Like, what friends? The Cubs have had history. Wherever pays him the most is where he'll feel the I most. I don't know if that's the case, because I think that money is going to be pretty much any, I mean, how much is too much? Like, I, I, I think he'll pick a winner. Jose Ramirez took less money to stay in Cleveland because he liked Cleveland. Yeah. It might it's be a, rare, a little bit rare. less, you know, if he goes to, I mean, but, like, go put him on the White Sox. It's a wrap. It's just they, they win a division and they they may mm. win 105 games, he, mm. you know, because that lineup is ready to go. Right. There's, you know, he goes to St. Louis, <laughs> top of the rotation for them, put him in the outfield or DH, and holy crap, they go immediately yeah. to, you know, top level. Normally, the, don't forget the Angels were in the Astros division, by the way. So the Angels, the last four Red years. Red Sox are in the Yankees division. What does that matter? Yeah, they don't win every year either. Red Sox have won four championships during Mike Trout's era. During Mike Trout's career is what they've since won four. 2014? Oh, I guess they've won, they've won two since Mike Trout came on, came on board. Okay. Mike Trout, was a, Mike Trout was a rookie 2012. Okay. Red Sox won it in 13 and 18. So they've won two World Series in the same league, in the American League, mm -hmm. with Mike Trout in playing for the, for the angels. Yeah. They would have won them with Mike Trout too. What the, the Red Sox? Of course, but that's not the point. The point is that you're playing on a team that is mediocre and you chose to stay there. So I don't think Shohei's going to do that. I think Shohei's going to go to a winner next year. We shall see. Yes. And I can't, I, whoever it is, Get Mike Trout off the Angels, please. If I could, <laughs> if, if if I could take both of them and just stick them anywhere, if I'm Major League Baseball, they asked Trout, "Would you do more?" He said, "No." He said, "Would you Would you be out there more? Would you do more for the league? Would you do more for the game? Would help us grow the league?" No. Okay. Fine. Yeah, you know, that's your right to do that if if you would like to. You can just stay buried on the West Coast with East Coast people forgetting you even exist and forgetting to watch your games because they're on too late at night. So. It's un 
You have to pick and choose which games you watch because he doesn't play all the games. Check his games played. They play 162 for the team. That number ain't close to that. Hit his games played column the last five years. That's five years. Be surprised to see. Yeah, from he played 119 games last year. Okay, how many games are in a season? 162. 182. 162. It's the last. It's it's in 21. He was really banged up. Played 36 games in 21. Almost played the entire year during the COVID year, and then 134. Hundred. He played fifty. Yeah, sixty games. He played fifty-three of them. That's okay. that's fine. Uh, in twenty nineteen, he played one hundred and thirty-four games. In twenty eighteen, okay. he played one hundred and forty games. Okay, so I mean, that's not horrible. Season. Oh, I mean, you take a month off of the season, but that's not atypical for a guy to hit nicks and bumps and bruises. You play every day to get an injury or two. That's not insane. I mean, he only, in in twenty seventeen, he only played one hundred and fourteen games. Oh, okay. But in the three, but in the four games, four years prior to that, one fifty seven, one fifty seven, one fifty nine, one fifty nine. There you go. That's when he was the best player in the game. It's been a while. Hmm. And I don't know when he took the money. I, I mean, he hit forty home runs country. last year. He had eighty RBIs. Yeah. But at two eighty three. I mean, 54 walks, 80 RBIs, played 119 games. That's not a bad year. <laughs> it's a really oh, it's, productive season. It's very productive when the games don't mean nothing. It's easy to take him back. Oh, that's true. I came into that. And that's <laughs> why in 2018, he shouldn't have won, he shouldn't have won the MVP. A lot of, a lot of, uh, low, leverage, a lot of low leverage at-bats. So, I mean, definitely. he hit 312 in, in 2018, hit 39 home runs, hit less home runs than he did last year, had uh, 79 RBIs, less RBIs than he had. He had 80 last year. He had 79 the year he won the MVP, less RBI. And then he had played 140 games in 2018. Won the MVP. Yes, sir. Monster, crazy nuts. <laughs> so we often laugh about the fact that the the Boston sports teams are doing so well. Patriots are kind of mediocre, but Red Sox and the, and the Bruins are phenomenal. You're right. going to get me on this. I'm not so sure your team and my team are going to look all that different this season. Red Sox. Pirates and Red Sox? Red Sox, I think, are going to be really bad. Oh. So John Henry yesterday refused to speak to the media. Instead, he decided to answer a email list of questions from the Boston Sports Journal, which is a spinoff of some former mainstream media folks in Boston who started a website, a subscription site covering Boston sports. Soft landing. This team's got big problems. Red Sox fans are furious. They want answers. Have you seen the starting catching battery for the Red Sox? No. They've got a, they've got a career AAA guy and a guy who shouldn't be in Major League Baseball as the backup. Like career minor leaguer who should never be getting a sniff. It's hard to find catching in the big leagues, right? Red Sox have always had good catching. Yeah. One of their calling cards. Well, they don't they keep one. Catching. They traded one away. Yep. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't pay him. Help the Astros win the World, <laughs> World Series. <laughs> I mean, it's, you know, Red Sox, they will, they lose Xander Bogarts. They've lost so many players over the last three years mm-hmm. that, I mean, the pitching staff's a mess. The lineup is, it could be better than we think, but it also right. might be an abject disaster. Well, yeah. And, this, and the, the natives might be really restless because if the Red Sox are losing out of the gate, and the Bruins and the Celtics go on long postseason runs. Boston is always a baseball town, but 
John Henry, man, you are running. The, you won four rings until you have, you think you have all this, you know, carte blanche and do whatever you want saying I broke the curse and I've won four championships. Liverpool is a mess. And that is taking the entire Fenway sports group down. Mm-hmm. He said yesterday during the interview that made international news that he's not selling Liverpool, even though that was going to be a, a big question. They're going to take investors on, but that organization's hemorrhaging money. He's involved in NASCAR with LeBron and everybody else. He's been doing stuff with not a good situation for the Red Sox right now. And you could see, look, Fenway Park is almost always sold out, but there is such fan apathy right now that you may see a weird looking Fenway come July. Huh? I mean, if the Celtics and the Bruins, you know, go deep into the playoffs, you got cover for three, almost three months. Yeah. It'd be a complete distraction. You can start bad in April and May, and that's their hope. No one will notice that the, the Pirates are able to do it when the Penguins had Stanley Cup runs. No one was even talking about it. You could go to the games pretty cheap. You could it was it was actually not bad for um, people that were, were critical of the baseball team. So I don't know. I, I, I again, I don't want to put too much into just looking at stuff on paper and seeing what they got, but. Division's going to be hard. I mean, yes. it's, it's between between the Yankees, Rays, and Blue Jays, that's no joke. The Orioles might beat the tar out of the Red Sox. And I was going to say that the, the wild card factor is, is the Orioles. Like, they definitely got better. They earned – I mean, they were in a wild card race till the end last year. So They got a taste of it, and they want more. It's been a while since the Red Sox have been in last place in that division, huh? It's been a long time. I mean, it's really crazy. Adam Duvall is playing center. He's a right fielder. Alex Verdugo is a left fielder. He's playing right. Mm-hmm. You've got Kike Hernandez, who is a center fielder and probably a second baseman, is playing shortstop. Right. Makes perfect sense. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody's, no one is playing yeah. the right position. What is this? This is like a, tra- a softball beer league. I was going to say, this is like a travel <laughs> ball tournament where we, yeah. we got running out of players and we just put people in different spots so we could finish the tournament. This is crazy. It's not. I mean, I I like personally, I I, I love Alex Cora, but he's going to have a really hard year. <laughs> it's not going to be good in Boston. Uh, one more baseball topic, and then we'll bring on Chris Otto to talk hockey with us. Yes. Aaron Judge says he may go after 62 and try to get and break his own record. He's plus 650 for the what MVP. What the hell is he supposed to say? Well, I mean, once I want him to hit 62 again. No, don't you? Of course. But he could say it was a once in a lifetime. Of course, I try it, but it may be hard to do it again. It was a unicorn type season, blah, blah, blah. Mm. I mean, there's no way he could get to bonds, right? In that record's career number? No, no, no. no. Single season. Single season. Oh, hell no. I mean, (laughs) I highly unlikely think so like i that that was um enhanced (laughs) maybe a little bit maybe a little bit maybe a little bit the balls all that other stuff everything was Mm -hmm. perfect yes but we know the balls were juiced for judge too that's been proven baseball juice the baseballs to get aaron judge 62 I don't, I, it just it seems so far fetched for a guy 
I don't know. Bonds only saw one or two good pitches in that bat and was able to do that. Mm. Judge sees one or two good pitches in that bat and strikes out a lot. Fair. But Bonds Bonds did too. He He didn't really strike out too much. He walked a lot. Yes, he did. He walked a ton. (laughs) Intentionally walked too. Yeah, I mean, they were unintentionally, intentionally walking him. Right. And all this other stuff. Judge swings at bad pitches. Mm-hmm. Fair. Like, so I, I don't think I, I don't think he could do it. That'd be great if he did. What a, I mean, what a, what a race though, like that would be. But was it too much last year? Like they were breaking into Monday night football games. And that was too much. Saturday that, that, games, that, that, that like was Saturday wrong. college football games. That was dumb. Like you should let baseball fans find baseball. You don't need to force it. Because it, they were trying to manufacture what they saw with Bonds and Sosa. They're trying to create right. it, that it buzz. It was forced. Yeah, it was forced. It wasn't yeah, it was the same. Forced. It wasn't. We don't want that. We'd seen it before. That split screen that we all were accepting back when Bonds and Sosa were doing it. It's because we'd never seen it since 1961. We hadn't seen a run like that. It's 30 years. Well, we just saw and it. And it was coming out of the strike. Like that, we needed Correct, yeah. something to just captivate. And it captivated everybody. To help baseball. Yeah. So I'll be curious. I mean, Bonds, you know, was a guy that late in his career was still, you know, doing a lot of amazing things because of steroids. Judge is in the middle of his career. He's nowhere near the end. So what could he produce? What could he do? You know, his lineup's getting better. Pitching staff really good. Him to win the MVP at plus 650 is not a horrible bet. He stays healthy. He's going to be in the conversation. (sighs) The chat's going crazy trying to find an MVP. Julio Rodriguez, Otani. Um, I guess you could make an argument for Judge. Yeah. Is He's second anybody, on the Judge is second on the odds. National board. League. I mean, the, the National League MVP is as wide open as the American League MVP is. This is gonna be a very interesting year. This is a tr- this is a changing over year where a lot of the young talent could have major moments and breakout seasons. Right. And then some of the stuff, what's going on with like, you know, the Padres and Machado and, you know, there's some questions about what's going on with those guys and the talent that they've acquired. National League is wide open. American League is wide open. It's going to be a fun year, I think, in baseball right. to, watch and, to watch and see who comes in, who actually has the leg up. I think there's some, I mean, this year, I don't think there's a clear cut, like I would say that team is going to play in the World Series next year or this year. We're going to see play how it plays out. Injuries. Oh, and yeah, for sure. It's, 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 I mean, the Mets have gone for it in a, in a major way. The Phillies are obviously not going to want to sleep on what happened last year. They're going to want to get back. Trout's injury. Sorry. I mean, uh, Harper's injury is significant. When does he play? A lot of questions. A lot of cool they, things. They went happening. and got Trey Turner. They're going to, Phillies yep. are going to be fine. That's, that that division's awesome. Yep. Too. Oh, the AL well, East and NL East. I've, Never seen this before in the chat. Seabass said NHL time. No more hockey. Talk, no more baseball talk today. We want hockey well, talk. How right, about let's, that? Let's do it. It's been productive. How about that? So let's bring on the guy. This is the man. This is the, the, the Twitter account that if you guys are not following it, I don't know what you are doing because it is either. literally found money by going through and watching and re- realizing the trends that this man is pointing out. Man, oh, man. For the first time, joining us here on the Bostonian versus the book, Penn State, Pennsylvania. He is Chris Otto, P-S-U-O-T-T-O. Not like automatic. No. Otto, like the otter. Yes. On BVB. Chris, O-T- Matt, and Dave, welcome to the show. 
Hey, thank you guys for the welcome. OTTO. Yep. I say it every day. (laughs) (laughs) Do you say it last night while you're bowling? I mean, do you, do do you have to, do you have to give the name while you're bowling, throwing a, you know, put guys in a chat. I'm not going to say it out loud, but what do you think auto's bowling averages? He's in a league on the regular every Monday night. Is that the only league you're in, sir? Or you bowl like Thursday nights too? Nope. Just one league. Monday just night. one league, size him up, put his average in the chat before we get to the hockey talk. You got to tell people your name every day. Uh, yeah, usually I always spell the last name um, just because oh. it always gets A-U-T-O. No, I've never <laughs> met anybody ever with the last name A-U-T-O. It's <laughs> a really good point. I don't think I've ever, I ever no. have met anybody with the last name of Otto with an like automatic. That's a, that's a really interesting yeah. point. Oh, yeah. Chris, let's walk it back to the beginning. When did you start doing spreadsheets? When did you start tracking first, second, and third period trends in the NHL? When did you fully like get fully immersed into this? Cause I think everyone's wondering, how do you do this? Yeah. So 2018 was the start. Uh, there was a group of teams that year that we identified, or actually uh, a guy I work with a little bit in, in Chicago, Alex Smith, he identified six teams that were going over in the first period on a pretty regular clip. They were all above 70%. Um, so he identified that. He gave it to the guys at VEASAN, and I picked it up from VEASAN uh, watching their show. So I started to follow them. Nobody was tracking it as far as I know. Right. Um, I would just watch their show every day and do like screen grabs of, uh, of the data. And so then that did really well. That whole spring It was like Tampa, Columbus, Pittsburgh, Chicago. There were six teams. There's not Uh, a pun intended here, but it was automatic. I was was. in the risk room at the time and I was watching the show in the morning as well going, is anyone paying attention to this shit? Because this is all keeps happening. And at that time, the juice was low. Like was, you could get them at minus one ten, minus one fifteen at the start of that. Yeah. So you could single bet them, which we were doing. And right. then if they played each other, so if Tampa played Pittsburgh or Tampa played Columbus, you could parlay them together, and it was a nice return. So yeah, yeah and and when those teams played each other that year, it was like ninety percent. It was ridiculous. Win. So obviously made a killing that spring doing that. And then over the summer decided, you know what? Nobody's doing this. I'm just going to track it. And so I started tracking it on my own. I wasn't even betting it. I was just tracking it to see what the numbers were that first year. And uh, so that was 2019, then COVID, right? So I had basically a year worth of data. And then we went into the bubble. And Which that was changed everything. Yeah, it completely changed everything. The the data basically was worthless mm. right through that uh through that COVID year. I mean, we still did it, but I didn't I didn't do that great at it. No. Yeah, first period so, unders in the bubble were phenomenal. Right. Right. I, I killed first period unders in the bubble. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So then we came out of the bubble, and that was I think 2021. Yep. I think, right? That was the first full year that I said, okay, I'm gonna commit to this. I'm gonna track it all. I'm gonna bet it. And uh, I'm going to post it up and it went crazy in the spring. Um, that would have been last year from yeah. like no, December through the end of March was just unbelievable. I had a day in March last year. I think it was March 1st. I went like 21 and one. 
on on wagers. It was like a plus twenty six unit day or something stupid. Oh, oh so I mean, gosh. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so that kind of stuff just gets you hooked, right? You get yeah. hooked into it. Yeah. Um, you just you got to be careful. And like what happened yesterday, if anybody follows me yesterday, I had a brutal day. Um, those day games, right? So hockey is They're routine. A mess. The day are, games are a mess. Yes. Hockey guys are built. They're creatures of habit. They do routines. They all do the same thing. They eat the same thing. Um, so when you throw four day games in at one o'clock on a Monday, um, that's recipe for disaster, which is what it was. Um, so yeah, that was my fault. I didn't, uh, I didn't think of that beforehand. I got so engrossed in the numbers and we've been doing these second periods. It's just been insane. I just was like, that's okay, what I wanted to no. even go to next. So you do the first period numbers. You've got a couple years of source and data. The second period thing is kind of a new thing. Is it not, sir? Yeah. So I actually just looked at that yesterday. So last year for the entire year, 2021, 22 season, second period overs hit at a 63.61% clip for the year. So 63 Is it always one and a half, Chris? Well, that's where I track it. So, I mean, yeah, okay. no, you okay. can, it's not, I mean, I have books where I can move it. So MGM mm. and Bet Rivers, mm. I can move. So I can bet one and a half. I can bet two. I can bet two and a half. Oh my. So you can drag it and I'm get jealous. whatever odds you want. <laughs> so that's where I do the most of those second period bets. And I usually, especially well, if what's the, what's the juice you're paying on over one and a half? Usually two, 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 two ten dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah, so so stations here. Stations here in Vegas is, uh, I've been tracking it for the last three days. Stations here in Vegas puts up morning of second period. I have not seen if I can parlay them or not yet. I don't know if I can do that, but I can definitely bet them straight. And it's anywhere from minus 175 to 240. Yeah. So, I mean, some games get, you, I grab them early. So you'll see most of my bets I make the night before. Yeah. Right? Me too. If yeah. you look mm -hmm. at Toronto, Buffalo right now, Bet Rivers, second period over one and a half, minus 275. Oh my God! So let me see you what have, patience is. You have yeah, got is that the only options, Auto, like for that I mean, one, you or can, can you move two. it in Pet Rivers? You can move it to okay. two's minus one fifty-seven. Two and a half is plus one twenty-three. You said the three. The, the you said the which game is two seventy-five? Toronto Buffalo. Toronto Buffalo. Toronto Buffalo. Um, total seven. It should be. It should go. That's over. funny. Yeah, they don't even have that. That game's not even up at. Stations. Really? <laughs> they just said, screw it. We're not even posting it. Wow. Oh, no, there it is. I'm sorry. It's minus 240. Yeah. Oh, so a little better there. Um, yeah. Shop around. You know, BetMGM yeah. does it too. You can be, bet them preflop. But that's why I, when I do these second periods, I either bet both teams to score. So I track that as well. BTTS, Dave. Yes. BTTS. Both it's a soccer term. Score. Yeah. Soccer term. That's yeah. what I've heard. Yeah. So yeah. Edmonton, like Edmonton's the best of this year. To the second period BTTS, they're at oh, uh, flyers today. Sixty-one percent. I like that bet. <laughs> so yeah, I'm on that today. Um, yes. But when I do the second period over one and a half, I do those in round robins where I parlay them together because obviously I'm not laying two fifty, right? One four. Right. That's insane. That's so not. yeah, I I put them in a round robin, and usually I won't bet the round robin all the way through, um, especially with minus odds. It's just it's not advantageous to me. Um, I usually do the two pick only, maybe the three pick um, and don't, okay. don't extend it all the way out, especially if I'm doing like six games today. I have a six team round robin today. Right. Um, I just did the two pick. So basically two team parlays all the way through uh, of all those and hoping I get 
you know, five or six. If we get five or six or even four or six, uh, we'll be profitable. It's profit, yeah. So let me just run through some of these second period numbers. And you do an amazing job by putting this up on your Twitter account at PSU Auto. It's on the screen if you're watching it on Sports Grid or YouTube or Twitter. So Washington is 13 and one to the over in the second period, over one and a half goals. They're not playing today, but Toronto Washington is, is playing today. Oh, Washington, they are? Detroit. Sorry, Detroit. Okay. Yeah. Washington is playing today. Okay. So Washington is playing. Toronto's playing today. St. Louis is playing today. Vancouver's playing today. Yes. The top four teams to the second period over one and a half goals are all playing. So yes. do you take those top four teams, Chris, and just round robin them? Yeah. So, you know, I look at my data and determine what I'm going to do and how I'm going to do it. You know, I like to have both teams on a positive streak. Uh, I don't want to bet a team that's under 500 the last 10 against a team that's that's doing well. You know, I want to make right. sure both teams are contributing. I want to make sure both teams are scoring goals, uh, especially if I'm doing the BTTS. Like I need to make sure both of those teams are scoring and not just giving up goals. But yeah, I kind of lay it all out there. And, you know, if, if people are going to the portal, uh, my Patreon site, I do the matchups, head-to-head matchups for every game out there with data. Oh. So you can look at all these data points on every game head-to-head and see really where the percentages are the best. But yeah, there, and I identified six games today, Detroit, Washington, Montreal, New Jersey, Toronto, Buffalo, the Kings and the Wild, Wild. Vancouver, Nashville, and Philly, Edmonton. Those six games I have in a second period over one and a half round up. Vegas and Chicago? No. No. It's not on the list. Wow. Okay. What do you make um, of Yeah, good. What do you make of Minnesota because this team is on an 18 to 2 run first period under. Under. But they're one of the best second period overs. That's been historic for Minnesota. If we look back years past, they've always been a really good second period over team and they've gotten could have been hit or miss in the first period. So that tells me that's a coaching style. He wants to start the game slow and not get run out in the first period. And then they kind of open the game up in the second period. Cause that's happened probably for the last three years. Wow. Minnesota wow. has been a top, top five team in the second period going over. Um, this is the first year I've seen them be such a dominant team to the under in the first period, but they, that's, that's a normal trend for them in the second period. The chat is rolling here. Stations is allowing parlays on second periods. Good. MGM and Barstool have it. Yes. Uh, it says Bet MGM has them now, et cetera, et cetera. The chat also puts you at about a 240 average. I mean, they 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 have no idea how hard a 240 bowling average is. Yeah, that's Chris. That's you got to bet the under there. But. Yeah, that's right. I was going to say bet the under, but I mean, you still can you know throw almost a 700 series. Every week, so I mean, uh, 267 last night and threw 11 strikes in that game. So, you know, yeah, hey. that's all 11 <laughs> strikes at a 267, and he's up doing charts and all this stuff. Well, I think it's what's so, so interesting about this, Chris, is that you're doing these charts without knowing the goaltenders overnight. Like, the goaltenders don't matter. Like, for the longest time, hockey betters used to say, You gotta you can't bet hockey overnight, you gotta wait for the goaltenders. Your data says otherwise, is it not? At least in the second period, it does. Now, a lot of first period wagers, especially first period under wagers, I like to have an idea right. who's playing in goal. And, you know, if teams are playing a back-to-back or the they're coming off a back-to-back two games ago and the backup played, you can make some 
informed decisions about what you think is going to happen in goal. It's backfired for sure. Um, it, it's happened a couple of times this year, but yeah, I, I don't weigh on that as heavily as I used to. Certainly not for second periods. Now, like I said, for first periods and specifically first period unders, I want to know who the goalie is. I'd like to know for sure. Does any of this apply to the full game? Because a lot of people would rather just bet the the whole game total or even in-game wagering. Can you use this information to apply to either, like I said, the full game or what you see something in-game and go, you know what, I'm going to make a play here? Oh, 100% on live overs. Like, that's where this is valuable. So Minnesota is a machine on live overs, right? They go first period under and then they go second period over. So if they go scoreless in the first period, you've got a realistic shot at getting three and a half. Yes. If, if the second period goes scoreless for maybe the first two minutes, two, three minutes, you can probably get a look at three and a half. You can certainly get four and a half during the break right. at probably plus money. Yes. So depending who they're playing, again, you want to make sure they're playing a team that you know can also score. You know, if Minnesota's playing somebody who doesn't score much like a Columbus, maybe that's a little bit of a warning. Maybe then you just bet Minnesota team total. And don't right. bet the full game. Just bet the team total. You probably but get that t- at two today and a half. is is a prime example of what you're talking about, though, because they're taking on the Kings, who are a seven two and one team to the over for the game over their last ten. So the first period goes under. Bet the second period over. Bet the game over. I'm betting six under six with the and the first period under, hoping for a zero zero score in the first period or one nothing, and then trying to middle it. Go over four and a half. Hit it at five. Mm. Go under six and over five, over four and a half, land on five, get the first period under and hit all three bets. Yeah. I mean, really, with the way the scoring is in the NHL right now, any game that goes zero zero after one is is a good play to bet the live over because you can right. probably get three and a half. And any, any pretty much, uh, I don't know the exact percentages, but I would say it's a high percentage of games in the NHL that go over three and a half. Very rarely do you see a game stay under three. There's hardly any more two one games or two nothing games. I mean, it's it's really and three nothing almost never happens. I mean, the right. shutouts are just not even happening like they used to. So um there's definitely there's definitely a lot of validity to that. And, and for for those who are asking, Dave, like you can go to a website called EV Analytics. Yeah. Which which gives you the breakdown of a full game. Yeah. And you can take the full game information that's available on that website for free. And take the website information, the Twitter account information from Chris, and you can put them together. And that's and that's what I do every night. That's how I find my bets every night is by comparing and contrasting that data full game to first, second, and third periods. Because looking at what you do, Chris, it's remarkable to, to watch how certain teams perform in the third period versus the first period. Because sometimes it's totally lopsided, right? Right. Yeah. And the third yeah. period, you know, is going to dictate be dictated kind of on how the game's going. So if you got a four nothing game going into the third, I wouldn't bet that over in the third. You know, likely the team that's down is probably not gonna they're not gonna pull their goalie down four. Um, so you gotta really watch for that because a lot of the third period stuff is dependent on goalies being pulled, whether or not that's gonna happen. So that's hard to predict. Very hard to predict pregame. Obviously, you don't know how a game's gonna play out, but midway through the game, you can sometimes get a feel for what the third period's gonna look like. How about um uh, by the way, EV Analytics is uh, my buddy John, who we're going to have on the show as well. Oh, I didn't know that. So, nice. Yeah, yeah. He oh, was I just love that site. Oh, yeah. that site's Analytics, amazing. Yeah. 
So it's 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 great. Um, shots on goal, Chris. Is that go into the factor at all? Because like you're seeing, you know, Hellebuck's had 50 saves last night for Winnipeg against the Rangers, and I mean, I talked to Blue this morning. He was at the game last night with his kid. He said they weren't a lot of like high leverage situations. There wasn't a lot of shots between the, the slot, but. How much do shots on goal come into all this? Because I feel like shots on goal props are ready to be had as well. Yeah, I've never I have a lot of guys that I that I follow on Twitter that do a lot of shots on goal props. It's not something I've ever really got into, but I definitely look at the data to understand who is shooting the most. Obviously, shots on goal are going to equate to goals, right? So right. teams that aren't shooting are not going to score as much. Teams that are giving up a lot of shots. So that's yes. been a real angle this year. Anaheim, San Jose, teams like that that give up a ton of shots. Yes. Yeah. They're you really are at the mercy, though. Do you guys see what happened with Bergeron's shots on goal last night? Because the ruling, the official house rules, is the puck has to be headed towards the net and would have gone in unless the goaltender was there. Correct. Bergeron's shot was saved right on the outside of the, of the left goalpost. Mm-hmm. And they ruled it to be not a shot on goal. Because it oh, would yeah. not have gone in. Yeah. I, yeah. So that's two and a half. He was his total was two and a half. That was his third shot. It would have gone over. Right. And they ruled it to be not. And they only credited him with two shots. So with shots on that's why I'm scared of shots on goal because you're at the mercy of the person determining whether or not it would have gone in. Yeah, right. it's a little bit of a judgment call, right? And yeah. Yeah, betting on judgment calls is tough. I've had two instances this year with goals, empty net goals scored at the buzzer that video replay has shown the puck across the line with point whatever 0.4 left on the clock and they wave them. They, they say no goal just to get out of there because they don't want to have to drop the puck again. You know what I'm saying? And that's happened twice this year on, on overs. <laughs> Chris, I, I asked this question to Dave, but back to Minnesota for a second, because Minnesota was plus 115 on the first period under the books have to know that the wild are on an 18 and two run to a first period under. I mean, they, we're talking about a fourth of the season here. This that they're going under over the last 20 games in Gustafson's in net tonight for the wild. Do the books not see action or do they just play their numbers and they don't care if it loses? I, I don't know. I mean, I've bet it pretty much probably 15 games in a row and said, thank you very much. Every time plus five. it's so, plus money every time, whatever. Right. It's not my book. I, you know, Dave, Dave wouldn't have it plus odds. I can certainly hell no. That. He texted me that too. And I was like, they're not paying attention or I'm, nobody's betting it significantly. Oh, no betting right. It. Yeah. Well, there's three people betting it here. Yes. Um, <laughs> and <that's what> <laughs> yeah. We're betting it. Um, I don't know. It's wild. I mean, thank you. It's a great point. Just say, thank you. Right. Move on. Move on with that's your it. day. Um, all right. Last one for me. We saw you. I think it was Halloween in the hot dog costume. Oh, yeah. You know, for the basketball, officiating basketball. You're big with the softball, you know, with the kids. A girl dad, coaching, playing, all this other stuff. How did you get into watching and tracking this hockey? Because you golf, you bowl, you coach, (laughs) you're a dad, you work, you do all this stuff. 
and you're immersed in this hockey like it's your job. I don't understand it. How did you get into this? I'm I'm lucky. <clears throat> I'm one of the lucky people in the world that can live on like four hours of sleep. Oh, so yeah. I usually for don't now. Go to bed, you know, to for now, right? Yeah, let's do it while we can, right? Right. Um. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot for sure, and it's a lot of stuff that has to be manually tracked. But it's been profitable, right? And so we're making money. Made well. A- you're a making money, money for year, right? a, a, lot, a lot of people, but he, let us make yeah. you some money. How can people say thank you? How can they subscribe to your Patreon? How can they give back to you? Because I've had many people ask me, how do I, like, I'm the reason why. And I've said, this is not from me, guys. It's like, go to Chris's Twitter account. There's a right. tip jar there. Go put money in. But how can folks give back to you with the work you're doing? Yeah, I mean, the, there's the Patreon site. Um, it's a monthly subscription, $10 a month. So like minimal money, right? Just doing this for, you know, to help cover some of my time. But yeah, $10 a month, sign up on the Patreon site. I do the scoring charts that are posted up on Twitter every Monday or every Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. Um, those are out there. There's daily matchups uh, that you can see the, the data head to head every day. So those are out there. And then, yeah, there is a tip jar out on the Twitter. Uh, there's a, a website there you can go to if you want to give a tip, but Hey, I'm I'm having fun, man. Right? This is fun. Uh, we're making money. We're gonna make time. you a star doing this. You did the show with Mac. You can do <laughs> our show. You're gonna be on regular now. We're gonna have to oh, talk yeah. to you. You know, we we talked about this. This applies right now, and the things are going good right now. But when this playoffs start, all bets are off, right? Right. Yeah. Things are gonna tighten up. Less period yeah. bets yeah. in yeah. the playoffs. More full game stuff. Um, right. Well, the bad teams yeah. are out too. Like Vancouver doesn't exist in the postseason. Exactly. Right. right. Yeah. <laughs> you can't just keep on hammering the Canucks. <laughs> yeah. Two completely different seasons. And really this season will flip, you know, the clock is ticking here. When we get to mid-March, early to mid-March, that's usually when we, we shift from an over league to an under league. So there will be some opportunity there for a few weeks to come mm. in on the unders. You know, okay. Because the books will still be going high on, I mean, we got what, three sevens out here today. Right. Stupid, oh, stupid three now? Today. <laughs> what are the three sevens besides Philadelphia? Um, we got Philadelphia, Edmonton. Yeah. We got uh, New Vancouver yet. Toronto, Buffalo. There's a couple sevens. Okay. And no one else that I'm looking at is okay. seven, but there's six okay. and a halfs with major <clears throat> over juice in juice. Anaheim, Tampa. And Vancouver. in uh, six and Vancouver. a half. Vancouver. I would Vancouver, Vancouver Nashville. Yeah. That may yeah. close up. And that line on that Tampa game is just silly. What minus five something, five forty. <laughs> somebody 580. has somebody has six fifty. Yeah. Six minus five eighty on DraftKings. I I, oh my God. I just sit back and watch that six game. Six dollars. What the heck are we doing? <laughs> Chris, thank you, man. Thank you personally. We are Pittsburgh. Thank you for everything you're doing. Thank you for the work. It's been an unbelievable hockey year. And it's been so fun to take your data and all the work you're putting in. I hope the folks take care of you and go and subscribe to your Patreon and give you tips for everything you're doing. Thank you so much. You'll be back on the show very soon, man. Yeah. Shout out to the brigade. Shout out to the discord. Uh, All awesome people out there. So love, uh, love to be uh, in the mix with everybody. Awesome, man. Thank you, brother. As Chris Otto, go follow him on Twitter at P-S-U-O-T-T-O. P-S-U Otto on Twitter here on BVB. Fun. I mean, just good stuff, man. I mean, good, the guys, great stuff. The guys doing doing it literally in the middle of the night, making sure that you know works during the day, does the dad thing all night, 
coaches, throws BPs, doing all the same stuff. I got him in touch with a couple people in Pittsburgh. He's doing it all on his own, traveling weekends, and all. And he got into this, and this is really <laughs> this is helping to sometimes pay for some of the costs of the tournament. And uh, it's a labor of love. It's it's awesome. It's just it's just it, you know he found us through, you know through Twitter. Yeah, I went and hung out with him. He brought his dad out to Vegas last year for a bowling tournament. And we hit it off, and I said, "You're gonna, you can definitely be a big contributor to what we're doing." So glad he got to come on the show. It was fun. Yeah, we'll do it again for sorry again because yeah. I, I, I'm extraordinarily thankful for what he is doing. It's been a ton of fun this year with hockey betting. Speaking of which, the Boston Bruins are now a ridiculous plus twenty units on the puck line this year. It's I mean, like have you ever this- in doubt? It's really have annoying. You- it's, well, that yesterday it was. was. Yesterday was a three-one final, but yeah, but it was. They, so got, they got up with eight minutes to go. It wasn't like they were right. like I. Had to oh no, they had, the, the win the game was never in doubt. It's a matter of how many goals are they going to win the game by. I mean, they're on pace to set the record for the most wins and the most points in the history of the league. But their puck line—it's not like they're winning two to one, three to two. They're thirty-six and twenty on the puck line. Only the Philadelphia Flyers are better. More on them in a second. But they're up twenty units. They're up more units than the flyers are yes, if you are. bet every single one when does when do you think boston throws it in neutral or does carolina's season in what they're doing to push them keep the gas pedal down keeps them down it keeps them going they can't there's no let up the best thing for them is that carolina keeps doing what they're doing right you can't have this type of season and mail it in the last 15 games and not have home ice throughout <laughs> set the record. You have to have home ice throughout. That place was rocking. That was a day game yesterday. And um, kids, all the sc- was, schools were out. It was yeah, a huge school so day. It was, when you bring the kids in, they scream and yell and they make it way louder than it normally would be anyway. So it's, it adds the energy to the building. They got all the energy they need. It's, un- it's unbelievable. Right now they do. Posternock with two goals, another 40 goal season for Posternock. The Ducks are 18, 12, and 1 to the over on the road. Tampa Bay is 16, 9, and 2 to the over at home. We can't lay aside because of the juice being stupid, but can you bet over six and a half? Yeah. I think so. No? Yeah. I think I, I haven't, but I think you could easily. I looked at it hard. I mean, the numbers say to do it. Yeah. Just a matter of if you get Vasilevsky standing on his head or not, it's a 5 1 final. <laughs> Minus five fifty is like the average <laughs> price right now. There's a minus six hundred, a minus six hundred, a minus six thirty. <laughs> and wait a second, does that say minus six sixty three? That guy just said, "Fuck it, I've had enough. <laughs> no more betting on." I've time. had enough. It's every parlay has got the uh, got the bolts today. Has to. I mean, it every, has to. Minus six sixty three. I've never seen that in my life. That guy just said the hell with it. Yeah, <laughs> six sixty three. I don't want to take another bet on the lightning. Enough. Done. Oh, here's an interesting game. You mentioned Vegas not being on there. Here is why: Vegas is eight one and one to the under on the road over their last ten games. And for Chicago is five and five. Or game, 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 full game. Oh, okay, full game. Eight one and one to the under. Chicago's five and five. 
Mm, that's a tough play. Right? That's why Chris kept it off. That's a tough play. Tough, tough game to predict, tough game to play, but I lean under. Yeah. You want an that's, under, I would lean towards the under. Yeah. I get, yeah, I, I guess under would be the side. I don't like it at all. That's that's enough work in there that I'm I feel like I don't have any edge. I'll just pass and play a different game. There's, like there's way better games yeah. to bet. Yeah. yeah. Just better games yeah. on the docket to bet today. Yeah. I mentioned Philly. They're 40 and 18 on the puck line. You get plus money tonight taking the Flyers against Edmonton. Plus one and a half goals. What? Yeah. 40 and 18. Right. I mean, I I mean, like seems seems how are you getting plus money on this? The Edmonton numbers are jacked up. Are they not? We'll get to them. We'll get to the total in a second. Yes, they're absolutely jacked up, but it's because they're hitting them consistently. I mean, it is an absolute. Oh, JC from KC said Vegas is starting a goalie making his NHL debut. Now, there you go. That's even that's dangerous. Those guys go under normally. Right. Those are dangerous bets because you think, oh, he's going to be awful. And then all of a sudden he stands on his head. That's what happened with the Flyers. That kid, the Flyers has started. I don't know if he's starting tonight or not for the Flyers, but that kid, he's 6-0 since they brought him up. Man, that's a tough game. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'd rather have the Flyers on the puck line than, than Edmonton, that's for sure. All right. Yesterday, I pushed on a betting of seven. Didn't go back to the well today. Which game? I pushed on Ducks and Panthers yesterday. 4-3-5. Flyers Oilers at seven today. Can you bet the over on that? I would only bet over. You want to bet under in this game? No, absolutely not. Are you crazy? No way. There's no way. In case you guys don't know, Edmonton is 38, 16, and three on the year to the over. There's no chance you could bet under. <laughs> and seven home, might be a stop, but it's not a reverse. Yeah. All right. Just, 19, yeah. seven, and three to the over at home for Edmonton. And then on the road, Flyers are okay on the road. They're, th- they're actually an under team. They're 15, 13, and two on the under, but that's not a dramatic when you're playing the Edmonton. It's not dramatic. Mm. So it's just. Yeah, you can only bet over in this game. That's the only that's the only game you can really stomach to bet to bet over. We'll have more hockey bets that I've made for better book. Season debut for the guy. Uh Brasolt is oh, Brasolt. former Brassois? Yeah. Brassois. I don't know how to say Brassois. Brassois. He, I thought he was really he's playing tonight. That's what it says. Hold on. I gotta look that up. I was with wow. him last year. Yeah, 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 he was phenomenal. That's that's actually I I almost might bet the under of that now that he's starting. That's what um, it says. Yeah. Check on my site. Da, da, da. Oh, he, yeah, he is. Rossois up. He's confirmed. How about that? Wow. But who is this? The the kid in net for the Blackhawks. I don't know much about. That's, no idea. That's a problem. It's crazy because he used to study the goaltenders and stuff. Like you said, and, you got a guy like Chris doing it. It doesn't even matter who the goalie is. I mean, that's what, that's what I learned. I mean, as a betting this year, I've learned it doesn't matter. Like, okay, for teams like Vasilevsky and teams like Goffsison for Minnesota or uh, Hellebuck for, uh, Winnipeg. For, for Winnipeg, yeah, okay. 
But when the drop Walmart, off is that far, right? For those guys. Yeah, for those guys. But but right. for like all Mark Swayman, all Mark Swayman is not huge. I not mean not big of a difference. Not that big of a drop. So it's you can bet those teams that have two decent goaltenders, you don't have to worry about it. I mean, would you bet Hellebuck to win the Vesna right now? He was unbelievable last night. I mean, watching, I watched almost the entire game and like Allmark's numbers are better, but the Bruins block so many shots. He doesn't see that many shots. How many shots get through? Hellebuck was like a, 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 a pinball machine last night. I mean, the pucks were flying around like crazy and he was unreal giving up one. Wow. Allmark's minus 180. Hellebuck is four to one. Yeah. And Sorokin is plus 550. I like Ottinger. Is nine to one. He's been great too. Wow, I would bet. I would bet the pluses on those. Right. Like that's yeah. Because I think there might be some like, I don't know. The, the voters might go, "Oh, Mark, you were great, but like, you played on a really good offensive team and a really good defensive team. You didn't have to be that good. Like, you didn't see the same shots. Hellebuck's on a team that gives up a ton of shots, and he's unbelievable. Right. This year, I would vote if I had a if I was going to bet for a Vesna. I don't really like betting these markets, but Hellebuck to win the Vesna, I think, is a good play. It's not a bad bet. Yeah, at four to one, I think it's a good. It's it's. I it's mean, with twenty something games left, it, it, if Linus gets hurt, it's it's Done. it's over, right. right? You know, or they rest them to get Swayman more. Who knows? Fair. Like, yeah, we don't know what Jim Montgomery, first year head coach, we don't know what Jim Montgomery's going to do heading into the playoffs. No. Whether or not he's going to bench his starters and take it easy and take his foot off the gas, we don't know what his philosophy is going to be heading down the stretch. I'm surprised that he's that big of a minus and I'm surprised that Hellebuck is that big of a plus at four to one. Yeah. I think it's a good bet. All right. Let's get to some football. We'll get hockey during better to book it. We'll go back yep. to it. Aaron Rodgers, right now at multiple offshores is by far. Yep. According to the odds, most likely headed to the Raiders. Minus 200. Everybody else is plus money. Oh, am I going to have to get Raiders stuff? Oh, my God. We buying this? Adam Hill told us at the Super Bowl from the Las Vegas Review Journal that he has heard loud and clear that Rogers to, to Vegas is. Vegas. He did tell us. Very possible and very yep. much going to happen is what he's hearing. I believe Adam. I, mean, I can't wait to see what they trade because the rumor is. It's not what you think. Like Aaron Rodgers is not going to command like multiple first round picks. No, no. Uh, that according to a report that came out yesterday that said, look, if the Packers hear from Rodgers when he comes out of this retreat or, you know, came out of it yesterday, I guess, whenever he tells them what he's going to do, if it's look, guys, it's been fun. I want to go somewhere else. His contract is so brutal that it's like going to be a second or a third round pick. And you got to take all of it. And then Aaron wow. Rodgers, and then he's going to have to restructure the deal. Whoever he goes to, he's got to have to restructure it. All these contracts and stuff. It's like, the, the, I don't know what they mean. It's so like you can $60 million. Dollars. You can this, you can I that, know. like you can this, this counts against it this year. Yeah. And then the next year it's kind yeah. of, they figured out like how it's to have nice. contracts, but they, yeah, it's such bullshit. That's part oh. of the game, right? It's part of the sport, I part of the, so. the the manipulation of the salary cap. But how do you get the best team and kick the can down the road financially? Right. But Rogers is owed sixty million. 
next year. And so Vegas would take it and Vegas would have to, to do some things, you know, work some contracts out and whatnot. But I'm assuming that you would see multiple players take pay cuts to get Aaron Rodgers, And I think Aaron Rodgers would take a pay cut to come here in some form or fashion. It's too bad. They can't give him ownership. One or two years. That's it. That's all you get. Correct. I think, right. I would agree. Yeah. I think that's it. In particular, if you win, but if you make one playoff run with Aaron Rodgers, that's all you need. Think about what, what the ticket sales are going to be like. Oh, Maiden just said he might only play one or two years. I was thinking the same thing. Yeah, Thanks, that's Maiden. fine. I agree. That, and that's another yeah. reason why he's probably going to be a second or a third round pick. And maybe you 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 change the deal and if Rodgers plays for two seasons, it's a first round pick or something like that. But Oh, structured that way. It's yeah. not going to be as expensive as people think. It's not going to be some like massive haul because the contract is so cumbersome mm-hmm. for whoever takes him. It gives the Packers such incredible relief for the salary cap next year. Heading into the draft. <laughs> Who's playing quarterback? Jordan, Jordan Love. Love. Yeah. Oh. Jordan Love's the guy. That's who they think. That's the guy. That's the guy. So, and Rodgers gets to go to Vegas and gets to play with his best friend. And we get to watch. I mean, if you're a ticket holder for the Raiders, where'd you go? I'm ready to hold on. <laughs> what are you doing? He just, he just disappeared. I was like, and hurt the bottom of my foot. And I want to know what it was. Oh. Uh, Dave, we did a magic trick. You're right. Oh, that was. Yeah, that's fine. Oh, right. <laughs> Power of rock. But under my foot. Oh. I don't know what that is. Princess, princess in the P. Look out. Yes. So Rogers, watch for that. Minus 200. We'll see how that goes. All right. Big college basketball night. Yeah, it is. There are some monster games on the hardwood coming up in college basketball. Let's start going through a couple of them. We'll go by the rankings. Texas is the highest ranked team in action tonight. They are laying six and a half points at home against Iowa state. You keep on riding this Texas train. You laying six and a half tonight. What's Iowa state's record on the road. ATS. Five and seven. I don't want them. <laughs> I think yes. I mean, initially, wow, it's seven and a half in two places. Okay. That it's I gone up now. At. All right. Seven everywhere. Steam on Texas. Yeah. I just Iowa I State's don't want Iowa lot. State. So there's two contracts here. Iowa State, if they're in this game, this game goes under. They are 17 and nine to the under overall on the year. They're eight and four to the under on the road. Texas is 15, nine and three to the over three pushes. That's incredible. Nine, four and three at home to the over. So I think it really is going to be how the game is played. If it's played at Texas's pace and played fast, Texas wins and covers game goes Mm. over. If it goes Iowa state's pace, Game goes under, Iowa State covers. To me, this is an in-game bet. I got to see what the pace of the play is going to be. Right. If Iowa State can bleed it and grind it, make it an ugly basketball game, then I think Iowa State's alive to cover, live to go to the under. If it's Texas, high flying, riding the home crowd, you know, doing Texas type things. Yeah. Look out. I don't know. I mean, the total is 136 and a half. I don't, it's, this is going to be a, 
So I mean, I'll watch this later. I don't know if I'll have anything on it. I, I got to really see how this how this plays out without you know pregame. I'm not excited about it at all. Okay. Baylor is at Kansas State, the other big game in the Big Twelve. Baylor is only five six and one ATS on the road. They're laying two points, however. Yeah. Kansas State is eleven and four at home ATS. Yeah, Wildcats the side home dogs have been I very good. So. Yeah, again another game not really crazy about the side. <laughs> it would be I think it would pregame it would only be K State, but well it was so weird because Baylor played so well in the first half on the road against Kansas and then. And then threw up all over themselves yeah. and got Fog Allen. I mean, that's yeah. what, that's college basketball. When when a, a place like Fog Allen, I've been there multiple times. When that place gets rocking, like good luck, might be the hardest place to play in the country, right? And they just crumbled. <laughs> like they just, it was all Kansas in the second half in that game. Lost it by sixteen points, right? So here's K State in the Little Apple. I'm not saying their building is anywhere near what Fog Allen is, but it's going to be a really daunting environment tonight. K-State fans are going to be in your face. With the line open. There hasn't been much movement, huh? No. I like I like K-State tonight to win this game outright. Yeah. Total is 148. I mean they both teams are K-State's Super an under high. Yeah, under team at home. Baylor seven and five to the over. I was on the over for case for Kansas and Baylor and that came in really easily. I would lean towards the over, but I don't like I mean, it. I'm looking. Better. It's funny. I'm looking at the line history. Uh, it's circa. Yeah. Uh, it's one and a half, two, one and a half pick, one, one and a half. That's fun. That's moving the number, boys. That's 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 what they're doing there. So you got good two way. This this line will close right around here. One and a half, two. Okay. The game that I'm the most interested in, and I'm assuming the Consig family is not staying in Omaha for it. No, they're trying to beat this storm that's coming. There's the, another the, one. Do you know what's coming here in about an hour or two? Yeah, Have I heard you seen the, this advisory. Yeah, the winds are going to be fifty oh, to seventy-five miles per hour. Already took the allergy pill. It's going to be. It's going it's, to. You can feel it outside already. The wind is coming, and it's just going to get my eyes and cause all the sneezing and everything else. So they're trying to get here before the wind. Trying to get here before, before the wind, the wind gets, gets there because you know what's coming there. It's going to – I mean, the low here in the next couple of days is going to be 27 and 28 again. <sighs> it's one of those winter winds. So it's going to get it's going to get very cold here in the next couple of days again. But you know what my that means. already sick, there. really. Like, I, my, kids, my kids are already sick. Like, I just – I don't need this. Yeah, this but not- you, you know what's coming in Omaha. Oh right, yeah, yeah, Arctic blast. Yeah, yeah. you're getting you getting a blizzard, the ice, yeah. and all that. Yeah, nasty. Oh, 100. So yes, they're not staying. I sent okay. them the text this morning after you sent it to me. I'm like, last chance. Disappointing. <laughs> it's a sellout crowd. Gonna be hopping, but unbelievable game tonight. Marquette yeah. coming in. This is part of better to book it. So I'm not going to tell you, but you could probably guess where I'm going. Can Marquette win this game? Why not? Because this is a when this building is going to be like this, this is maybe the hardest place to play in the big in, in the in the Big East. Our kids are pretty good basketball team, though. No, they are. They're eight, three, and one ATS on the road. The Jays are seven and six. 
Marquette's 11 and five in Biggie's play, but they're they've only covered through once over the last four games. They're leaking oil. They lost to UConn on the road. They lost to Xavier on the road. I think they're losing to Creighton on the road. Uh, they could lose, but they could cover. They could, but the problem There's is Marquette is floating around. They can't. Marquette cannot rebound. They're one of the worst rebounding teams in the country. The Jays have a seven-footer rebounding team. Yeah, they have a seven-footer player of the year candidate in Ryan Kohlbrunner. Hmm. So if the Jays run their offense through Kohlbrunner like they normally do, and rebounding, I I think the Jays are going to win on the glass. I think that's going to be the difference in the game is that the Creighton rebounding is going to be monster. And they're not. I mean, the Jays get pushed around by Xavier, by UConn, by Providence. They're all, those three teams are all tougher than the Jays. Marquette will not be tougher than Creighton, and that's a huge advantage for the Jays to not have to worry about that. Marquette game plays over? fast. Game yeah, over? yeah, this fair. Like a yeah. Game over. No. Yep. I, I would. I would expect it to be over. Yeah. I think. But the, it's weird. The Jays' defense has come out of nowhere. They're all of a sudden they're a top twenty-five adjusted uh, uh, adjusted efficiency defensively in the country with Ken Palm. Which is like, wait, what? <laughs> it's not typical for the Jays, but initial move was on the under, but they used the one forty eight to open. So yeah, I mean, yeah, because one forty eight was the one forty uh, one fifty is what Kempom has from a total perspective. Oh wow, okay. So Kempom's right there with the same total, but I just, I, I think the Jays win. The matter is, can they cover this or not? They didn't cover against UConn, but that's because UConn is just a, a, such a difficult team and a tough, a more physical team than the Jays are. I, I we'll get to it and better to book it, but. I can't wait for this game. <laughs> Blue out. This is the annual blowout. This is what I started the white out when I was there. The Jays never oh, were doing. You said blue out. I was going to correct you and say, are you supposed to be saying blowout? No, blue. You're saying blue out. Blue. Color. Blue. Blue out. The same color that's in a Canadian's uniform, red, white, and blue. <laughs> Thanks, Sport Grid, for that promo, by the way. <laughs> Put that all over. I mean, we Dave, talked Dave about it with French. Dave and Cam. I retweeted it. They really wanted to know, are you colorblind? All these things. The, that, that, that jersey sucks. Get glasses so, for you. Jersey sucks. So let's be honest. Red, white, there's, and no, blue. there's no way any Canadian fan looks at that jersey and they're like, yeah, that's a, that's a sharp looking jersey. That's a nice sweater. It's a play off the Expos. It's a horrible jersey. It's an absolute, it's, it's, it's an, it doesn't, it's a bad look. Blue, blonde, and rouge. Just yeah. like I said in the commercial. And they suck and they blue. suck and they suck. So it all comes down. The team sucks. Yeah. Jersey sucks. It's all good. But I, you know, it's going to be really interesting to see the crowd atmosphere, how Marquette handles it. Cause the first couple of minutes. It, <laughs> so oh, when I was there. Blowout potential? Yes. Yes. I, 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 I've seen this before. Coach oh. Mack is three and one against Shaka Smart. The Jays and Marquette are longtime historic Jesuit rivals. Like people don't really understand the rivalry there, but Marquette was always the team that went and Creighton was always left behind. They're both Midwest schools, but one's in Milwaukee and one's in Omaha. And for a long time, Milwaukee was a much bigger city than Omaha. And so Mo- Omaha just built its way up, built their way up. And Marquette's, you know, everything about Marquette was just bigger, better. And, and, the, and the Jays were always envious. Longtime Creighton people, always envious of Marquette. Got them in their building for first place in the Big East tonight. Monster game. Okay. Monster game. Cannot wait to watch it. Uh, Tennessee is on the road at Texas A&M. And we have a home favorite in A&M against yeah. Tennessee. Wonder what Tyler Betsmart has to say about that. If Tyler's in the chat, what are you making of this game? 
I don't know. Tennessee is caca on the road, right? Well, I, I mean, I don't. They're five and eight. On the road. Five and eight ATS on the road. That's shit. A and M is ten five, and four at home. ATS. Right. Five and eight is shit. There's no. <laughs> there's no other way to say it. Caca, poop, whatever you no. want to call. A and M is five and zero. Oh, ATS over the last five. Tennessee is one and four. ATS over the last five. Lay it. Right? Feels that way. It's up to two and a half now. Yeah. Yes. It's got to be a play. I don't know. I mean, Tennessee just, it's, they're such a hard team. Like I, when, when, when Kessler said Tennessee's the best team in the country, I was like, what? It's like, I don't want to fight them right then and there on the floor of circuit. But I was like, no, they're not. <laughs> Tennessee's not the best team in the country. Like they're just not like, I just, you can, t- you can say that out loud if you want to, but like, I they're just not the best team in the country on top Speaking of the fact of that which not healthy. Kessler, you gotta, you gotta shout him out because he bet those four futures and then tagged you on Twitter. Right. And yeah. we, we did tag him. We said we would talk about him on the show. Right. How many of those teams do you think are going to make the tournament that he bet? Make the tournament? Just make it. Two. Two. That's, that's okay. I hope two do, and I hope one of them wins a game, and then we can really talk about it. But USC, Clemson. Uh, I forget, forget the, four the other two were off the top of my head. One was a 10 to 1. You no, know, everything he bet was 300 to 1 or higher. Oh, oh, sorry. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He took a shot. I mean, he, so, yeah. It's, it's just 100 to 1, 30 to 1. Does he, I mean, normally, does he normally do that? Like, like the, he was talking like the portfolio is something he always does every single year. Okay. Every single year he starts buying them, but he buys them in September and October when they come out. So, like, he had Dayton the year that Obi Toppin had them right. as the number one seed, and they yep. COVID canceled the tournament. <sighs> he had North Carolina last year. He bought it a week before the tournament at two hundred to one or one seventy five to one. Wow. He got to the final game and was leading at halftime and lost. So he's done this before at Aaron Kessler on the on the Twitter. Um, yeah, he does this every year. Picks um college basketball teams and uh he'll do this sometimes with he'll get crazy with like NASCAR and weird stuff. Tyler just texted us. You, you you asked him to comment in the chat. He just texted us. I don't know if he's watching, but oh, Rick Barnes has lost six consecutive games as a road underdog in nine of his last ten. He's nine and twenty-one over his last thirty. On the flip side, Buzz Williams has won nine in a row as a home favorite. Fifteen of sixteen and twenty-seven of his last thirty. You want that guy? <laughs> so the so I don't again, want that guy. Tennessee is not the number one team in the country. <laughs> that just confirms. I don't want that guy. Yeah. Confirms my point that Tennessee is not the number one team in the country. Uh, let's see uh, one more. Miami is catching two and a half points on the road at Vatech. This is another home favorite that's not ranked. So there's a trend oh, out there right now, Dave. I, I just I just got a text. I have to tell you. Okay. <sighs> John Henry and FSG also just bought the Penguins a few months ago. Yes. Look what happened to them? You that's right. About oh, this is he's right. Whoever texted you, that's right. That's Train. Thank you, Train. He's right. I mean, he's absolutely right. I mean, the, the Fenway Sports Group right now, something happened to John Henry's money, and he is systematically dismantling three proud franchises, and the fan bases all want him gone. All of them. Penguin fans 
Red Sox fans, soccer fans, football fans in Liverpool, they all want him to sell. They all want him to be out. Like, give it to somebody else. He spread himself too thin, did too many things, went into NASCAR, and then the economy flipped on his head. The the guy is struggling in a big way. Not taking questions from the media. (laughs) Such a coward move. Take you, You get a... A soft landing, cushy email interview that re respond to questions. It's a, such a soft look. Weak. Really bad. Go ahead. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but no, I just good. saw that text. Right. Right. God. There's a trend going on right now about unranked home teams in college basketball. Yes. Up against ranked teams on the road. Yes. It's hitting at like a 70% clip. 70 is good. It's killing it right now. Yeah, Vatek, and so the books are shading it because they're getting all action on the unranked home team. So you want Virginia Tech in this spot? That's that's the play. Yeah, Vatek I know, and not that I want it personally. Don't win no. all the time. It's not a hundred percent. Like no. I like Miami. I like Miami a lot. They're nine and three ATS on the road, and they're thirteen and four in the ACC. I like did, Miami a lot. Did did um. Hmm. Did uh, da, 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 da. <laughs> all right? I see you guys are texting me saying say hello. So Butchie the book. He said if he didn't, he's gonna blow up my phone again. Roll call mad. Friday is Friday. I know, but he, Not roll call Tuesday. Um, I think who'd Miami play last game? North Carolina. We were yeah, getting one covered. Yep, mm-hmm. I bet him mm-hmm. on the road. On the road. Yeah. Got to be Miami. I like Miami. <laughs> gotta be Miami. I'm going to fade the gambling Twitter run. The gambling Twitter side, I will fade. Uh, okay. One quick more story before you get the better to book it. Yep. Uh, story out yesterday here locally in Vegas. Mm-hmm. Headline. Las Vegas confronts obstacles as Super Bowl host. There are some who are concerned that Las Vegas might not be ready as the host of the Super Bowl. You concerned at all? You were talking about traffic. It's, I just went this morning. I'm going back down there as soon as we finish this show. Glutton for punishment. I am. And then I got to go to the airport again tonight. And I can well, tell you this, getting to and from the airport sucks right now. The road is actually not even, it's a mess right now because they're going to redo the roads. Yep. For the F1. Yep. So they stripped whatever top layer was on Paradise and on Las Vegas Boulevard. It's bumpy like an old cobblestone street in Pittsburgh. Like, right. Yeah. Uh, stripped up. Aerated green. Yeah. That's for you, Mikey. Awesome. That's what it's when you're driving. Your bottle of water is bouncing like this. Getting, I mean, it's a, it's terrible right now. Here's the city has a lot to get ready for. Well, here's what, here's why I brought this up and put this up because this is a a PSA to anyone who is thinking about coming to Vegas. Did you know? Because I did not before I read this article that the NFL takes up thousands of hotel rooms a month before the game. What do you mean? The NFL comes here a month before the game and sets up shop. 
We go from CES. We go from CES, which will end on January 20th. Or, hold on, let me be sure I read the article right. We go from CES right at the end of it, and we go straight into the NFL taking over the entire city for a month. <laughs> a month. How many rooms? Thousands. Thousands of rooms the NFL takes up for the Super Bowl. It's one of the parts of the deal when you go to get the Super Bowl. Oh, it's one of the deal. Really? The NFL takes wow. over thousands of hotel rooms in cities in which they play a full month before the date of the game. That means the NFL arrivals should occur right at the tail end of CES that's scheduled from January 9th to January 12th, which is which is <laughs> as biggest, busy of a weekend biggest. as yes. you could possibly have down on that strip. Uh-huh. It's the biggest convention we do is CES over those four days. It's a monster. Yeah. Uh, and it's, it causes so much uh, commotion, like getting in and out when you work down there that week, disaster. It's, it's, it's hard. You have to change your life for two or three or four days, depending on which days you work, just getting to and from work. Um, places you normally eat for lunch when you work down, you can't because if the convention comes out at that time, you don't get close. You, you only have 45 minutes for lunch. I used hour. to park at, when I worked at Palazzo, when I worked at Legazia Stadium, I would park at Treasure Island. Yeah. Because I because I couldn't get to that. Right. I couldn't cross over the strip. Right. So I could only get, so I'd fight my way to Treasure Island, yeah. park at Treasure Island, and then walk. Yeah. I <laughs> did that every day. Yeah. That's when I at junk. I did it every day. Yep. Oh, I hated that. Um. I can't believe they take thousands of rooms. What the hell are they taking thousands of rooms from? You can take a just whole hotel over. Like just, just take over a hotel. Like just, I'm, I'm bringing this up because if you guys are planning not to go to the game, just coming to, to that week, because we're going to have some pretty cool things planned. It's going to be, I would start looking at off strip casinos now. Did, did now. I just look down at the chat and see this correctly? But bet smart Tyler has a balcony for F1 though. Oh my. At Caesar's Palace? At, the, at Cosmo. At Cosmo. That's a great spot. Up high. Listen, boys and girls, if you're watching the show, get us a sponsor for the show, please. Like, <laughs> what, what, I, what am I? I need Tyler to sponsor the show. He's got a, a balcony at the Cosmo, which is nice enough. That F1 weekend, we're going to have to bring the security force to walk him around. <laughs> like you can't just get a room with a balcony for the F1 right now. You must know some no. powerful people. I like know. He knows some you people. after the show. He knows some people. So yeah. just FYI, we're already seeing it. Vegas is going to be just the countdown has started. But if you're thinking about coming here, you know, Aliante to the north, Red Rock to the west, the new casino that will open up this fall, which is going to be called Durango. We'll be looking at that. Um, yeah, southwest part of the, of the city, uh, Green Mount, Green Valley, rather Green Valley Ranch, Green Valley Ranch. I'll be looking at that. Uh, in Henderson, like if you're coming here and you're thinking about coming here, the Vegas Strip is just going to be almost impossible in the month of January with CES. Just for example, CES rooms, the Flamingo normally runs anywhere from fifty nine to ninety nine dollars a night. During Whoa. CES, it's a thousand a night. Yeah. So we're going to go from that into the NFL taking every room that's available in the city. <laughs> Just Meltz, it up. Our guy, Mark Meltzer, posted yeah. yesterday. Um, 
the room rates, initial room rates that he saw for Caesars properties. And Flamingo was the lowest priced one at $7.99 a night. During the Super Bowl weekend? Yeah. That's actually pretty cheap. Wow, I'm surprised. Yeah. That's cheaper than CES. Yeah. $7.99 a night was the lowest. So that's, Somebody that's, said, that's Dave, can I stay at your house? No, you cannot stay at my house. <laughs> no, none of you. I love you all, but you cannot stay at my house because my wife will kill me and uh -huh. I can't have that happen. So, nope. no. Lots of people are going to have very Airbnb conversations. Like, I mean, I know it seems like it's a long time away, but it's really not. And it's going to be very interesting. 356 days away right there now. There we go. Time for bet it or book it time. If Dave likes it, he bets it. If he doesn't, he books it. These are bets I have made for the action tonight. Let's start with Vancouver and Nashville. Vancouver 9-0-1 over the last 10 over on the road. They've got Colin Delia in, in net tonight. 4.15 goals against average against Soros with a 2.73 goals against average. But two games, last two games for Soros, nine goals given up. Nashville is 4-4-2 over the last 10 at home. But I like the over six and a half. Over to, over to, over to, yeah. over to total. Yes, over to. Easy. Done. Easy. Bet it. The well, Minnesota I mean, Wild are on an 18 and 2 run to the first period under. So what is the if you if you ask me if I want to bet it or book it, <laughs> I'm hanging up right now. You finish the show yourself. Yes, we're betting it. Yes. Okay. We're betting it until the streak ends. Yes. Yes. Well, I'm betting yes. it the rest of the year. Forget the streak. I'm betting it the rest of the year. This is just an automatic bet every night. Right, we only have what twenty games left right. to do. This. Yeah, it's yeah. Just, I mean, but it'll turn like you. You heard Chris say it. How it, it, say that's it. better. It'll turn to the under. That's good. They're an under team. He said overs go under. What all of a sudden oh, unders yes. go over? No, they don't. They get more competitive, not less. You just have to be very careful with the team. That they yeah, the books are the books are. are I, I think the books eventually will stop giving us plus money. It was plus one fifteen at DraftKings. It was plus one ten this morning at Circa. Boys, if you're watching the show, just make it even money. Do yourself a favor. Get the boss off your back. Get ahead of the move. Let him, you know, keep giving away this plus money. Brigade's going to come after you. I can't help you. I can't help you. Now. I mean, it's an automatic one unit bet every time. But there's a little bit of a scary one. Like I said during the interview with Chris Otto. So I'm playing under first period, over second period, and mm -hmm. under for the game. Under six. It's a lot of plays. So, so Minnesota is over, under in the first period, under one and a half period, under for over the game. one under and a half. Yeah. Yes, over one and a half second period. Okay, under in the game. Okay, eight and two to the under at home. Four and one over the last five with Gustafson in net for Minnesota. Quick shut out the Wild earlier this year. Mm -hmm. I need that version of Jonathan Quick tonight. Mm. Because the Kings are seven two and one to the over to the over, yeah. Last ten, so that's that's the one like eh? stop sign. Damn, but he just left. He just put in the chat. He just left Boulder Station and got the Blues and the Oilers second period over parley plus one fifteen. I gotta go. So there at, you go. What so so at, at stations they let let him parlay it. That's what he just said. Beautiful. Get off the phone and make that call. That, that, that would be – Get to that fast. Uh, before we let go of sports grid, let's go ahead and, and, and put that uh, – well, one more. We'll do two, two quick bets. Go ahead. Lose, St. Louis, Hurricanes. 
Hurricanes are six, two, and two. Last 10 to the over. Hurricanes seven and three. Hurricanes. Numbers gone down. I'll book this one. You can get six now. I'll book this one. Hurricanes are scoring goals like crazy right now. Yeah. Crazy. Offensive explosion for the Hurricanes. We're riding this. Like over. Offense, offense. Under is the move. Six now. You got under. I have over. Oh, okay. I have yeah, over yeah, six yeah. I like Move came on the like six. I like so you can get, if you want to bet under, it's six now. So it's, I even like over six even more now. And then the parlay that he was talking about was uh, St. Louis, second period, over one and a half, 10 to one, 10 and one run for the Blues, second period over. Oh, Edmonton. 22 and four second period over. Wow. That's <laughs> it's the absolute play. Yes. Bet. Yes. Parlay those it. two together. You get plus money stations in Vegas here today. Got plus Eric said plus plus one fifty. So this is plus one fifty three at, oh. uh, at MGM. Nate S said, love it. <laughs> love that. Hopefully playing for the Kings tonight. Not quick. Ah, DJ just said that. Dang it. It's okay though. He's been good. Copley's actually been, has he been better? I'll check that once we let go of Sports yeah. Grid. Good stuff there. Sports Grid, thank you so much. Appreciate it. We're back tomorrow for a Wednesday. If you guys live on YouTube and Twitter, don't move more to come with BVB. Let me see that really quick here. With what are you Cop- looking at? Copley. Yeah, he's, Copley's been better than, quit. I, I like my bet better now. Copley, 17-3-1, goals against average. He's been better than quick. Uh, on the on the road, Copley's got a two point nine four goals against. A little higher. Than, he's eight and one though, on the road. Mm. So I, I like that better. I, that's better for my for my under that Copley's in net. That's good. That could be a five and a half. Are live in that game too? Sure. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah, Wild aren't scoring. I mean, that's why they're going under right. so often. They're just they're just not scoring. So it's right. you know it's it's there. Uh, and then Creighton minus five and a half at home. Against Marquette. Oh, I like, I, I, I mean, I hope you're right for Creighton fans and people watching the show and stuff. I, I think this would be a very close game. I, I would take the dog. I think the books will need a dog. I'm good with needing the dog here. Um, I have not. The numbers are, the, the numbers are this. So the Jays have won seven of nine over Marquette. Coach Mack is three and one against Shaka Smart. Jays have won eight straight games. They're 12 and one at home straight up. Uh, Marquette has lost at home to you. I saw on the road to UConn by 15, lost to Xavier by four when they were favored by three points. And we have another top 10 team on the road who have really had a tough run this year with Marquette. It's been a house of horrors for, for one through 10 has been a house of horrors in college basketball. Right. It's not good when you're in the top 10. So those are the, those are the numbers. And the Jays, I think rebounding is going to be a huge factor in that game. I cannot wait. That's the get your popcorn ready game of the day. Right. It's Creighton and Marquette. Blue out, all blue. So the baby blue? Creighton blue. So it's baby okay. blue. Yeah. Okay. It, it, oh. is, it is baby blue. You'll see a, a lot of the I, I heart. game later myself. You will see the I heart BJ shirts everywhere. So. Students pull that out for, t- for for big TV games. <laughs> it's phenomenal. Can you Absolutely. imagine I could have a daughter that's going there and it's going to get me her first probably year if she goes. She'll definitely get me one of those shirts. A hundred percent. She's going to get me one of those shirts. 
Oh, no. Look out. That's look out. Oh, 100%. Yeah, those are um, not team authorized T-shirts. <laughs> those are not in the team store. <laughs> right up my alley. <laughs> those are not. Get it from a guy or a girl. Got well, it I know they get them. They, they get it from Lawlers. They, they, they get it from from the people that used to sponsor me. I I used to have more Creighton gear than you could dream of. They gave me whatever I wanted. I would walk in and they'd just go, "Take what you want, Matt." Oh, I'm going. Gosh. Lawlers is online. You guys can go. They're the number one team's number one store for Creighton gear, but it's authorized and and unauthorized stuff. Lawlers in Omaha, right up my alley. Yep. Yeah, your, your wife's coming back and going to kind of move you to Omaha. Oh god. <laughs> Favorite thing about today is what? My morning trip to the airport today was to pick up my friend Moses the barber and his son and his son's friend. And then I got to meet cousin Michael uh, from there, who's already here. There's a bunch of people coming more from Pittsburgh. Oh my! There's a big lunch planned in an hour that I'm going. There's a cigar convention in town. Oh, it's the cigar convention, and our other guy Steve is coming. Aren't we supposed to have a meeting? We are supposed to have some sort of thing (laughs) with him, but he's you know he somehow is so busy yet expects us to jump every time he comes. I'm going to talk to Steve about this. <laughs> He's very busy all the time and doesn't return texts and calls. But then when he texts us, says, are you coming down here to have a, a, a meet and greet and all this other stuff? So, But the okay, cigar see. convention's here. I'll take the cigars you don't want. You get them all. That's fine. Dude, hook me up. Or we give them to the brigade members oh. and stuff until we work something out. We can I got I, I saw those two Cubans that, that we got from from our guy from in Kincaid. From Kincaid in from Philly. Yeah. I saw how those Cubans are in my humidor. Oh I'm my bust those out at some yeah. point. Maybe tonight. Well, we're gonna uh, too windy out. No, it sucks. The wind. Ugh. Can't smoke in the wind. Not I wouldn't recommend that today or tomorrow then. It's yeah. it's coming. Either way, I picked them up at the airport. He's texting me now. Can can you stop and get me some water? Oh, he's he's, he's in his early sixties, but he acts like he's eighty. <laughs> and I, his son is Christopher, and I, I told Chris, go. They, like they were all excited. It's his first time in Vegas, ever. Like him and his buddy John. So I picked him up at the airport and drove up the strip, and they're just looking around like this. Looking around like this, I'm like, gosh, you got three days. You're not going home till Friday. It's a long trip. Like, ease oh, in pace it. yourself. Yeah, yeah. So, so I I told them, go with go with your cousin. Go to the strip. Mark, take a nap because it was a <laughs> long trip. He was tired. Frankie, take a nap. I'll finish the show. I'll come back and get you. We'll go eat. We'll do all the fun things that we did when we were younger. He just he acts like he's 80. First time in Vegas since 1992 for him when we came together on a junket when the Steelers were going to win the soup go to the Super Bowl. We booked everything and they lost the fucking Stan Humphreys <laughs> and the fucking Chargers as huge favorites. And me and him were the only ones that didn't cancel the trip. Oh. So, you went. Him and I came here. We stayed at Harris. Oh, and we the stories from that trip alone are all going to come up in the next three days. I Very can't nice. Wait. It's just it's going to be an awesome trip. That's that's my favorite thing about today. 
Well, for me, it was going to be the, the things I was going to do that have all now been canceled because I have my daughter home here. So that was that was a uh, yeah, one of those days of like, oh, great things lined up and it's all out the window because my kid was supposed to be at school until three thirty and she's now here. So. What'd you have lined up? Oh, just things, things I had to do, places I wanted to go, you know, oh. good shopping stuff, gym, gym, go to the gym, do different things I want to do. Oh. And now I can't do it. So my favorite thing about box? today. Were you going to go box? I was going to, yeah. That was part of it. Yeah. I was going to go hit. Go to that gym with you. I was going to go Dang. hit and not happening now. My favorite thing about today is Chris and the fact that we got a chance to get PSU Auto on awesome. the show because we I, I had never met him. That's the first time I'd seen him, first time I'd spoken to him. Him and I have been texting and doing a you know DMing and whatever on socials and stuff for months now. He's on our time zone. <laughs> he lives there, Pittsburgh. He's oh, right. on our time zone. I was gonna say, I was like, since I was like, he's in Pittsburgh, I thought it was he's like East Coast time. Yes. 30, 11 o'clock at night. Yeah. Like it's nothing. Nothing. Here. Yeah, he's, oh, yeah, he's look, looking at numbers, looking at different plays and whatnot. That's right. And, and a lot of people, I'm, I'm glad that he's getting the recognition and as the kids say, getting his flowers at the moment from people who have been using his stuff because the work he's put in for the last two, three years has been really fun. I first started looking at his stuff three years ago, betting it two years ago. And then this year is by far when I've been using it literally every oh. day, betting it every day, watching it every day, analyzing it, using, using it for research and using it for bets. And I, I've had the best betting year so far ever in hockey I've ever had. Makes so, hockey betting fun when you got it like that. It's just different because we talked about it a bit yesterday, but betting on hockey because the numbers are pretty much consistent, six, six and a half, seven, you know, somewhere in that range. You don't have to bet a side. It doesn't really matter who wins. If you're betting totals and betting hockey no. totals is just, if you were betting the Bruins, Puck line, Edmonton overs, Vancouver on the road overs. You could have put a wing on your house. Like, just bet it and let it run. (laughs) Just watch it go. Very good. It's ridiculous right now, and it's it's absolutely crazy because of the numbers and because it's soaking. It's all these bets are hitting at sixty-five to seventy-five percent. Yep. Getting over on the juice, getting even when they're juiced up, 160, 170, doesn't matter. You just bet them. <laughs> like it just it comes in. So right. that was really I'm glad we put him on. That was that was a lot of fun to to get him on to be to be a part of it. So guys, if you have not subscribed to the YouTube channel, please do that. We want to get we're trying to get to a thousand at some point in the very near future. So help us do that. If you've not subscribed to the audio podcast, go do that. Had a lot of cool things going on. So we'll do that. Tomorrow, we'll get to a lot of college basketball and more hockey betting tomorrow. Farah, Dave, Matt, we are back for BVB on Wednesday.